Hello and welcome back to The Drop Zone. As always, I'm your host, Jack Dalio, and in just a minute, you're going to hear me talk to Evan Hertefeld of A to Z Drone Delivery and hear all about their new technology that can turn just about any drone into a delivery drone. But first, I want to talk to you, my viewers and listeners. Uh, this is still a growing show, and with all of the drone tech that's out there, I sometimes have trouble deciding what topic to focus on for each episode. So I want to hear from you. What gets you excited about drone delivery? Uh, what pieces of tech do you want to hear more about? Uh, what people or companies do you want me to speak to? Uh, if you want to help pick the topic and guests for the next Drop Zone episode, send me a DM on Twitter at Jack underscore Dalio, or you can shoot me an email at jdalio at freightwaves.com. I would really love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Uh, now back to the show. It's been a pretty quiet couple of weeks for drone delivery, uh, at least in the U.S. Outside of the U.S., we had Zipline, who I had on the show a couple of months back, partner with Jumia on medical deliveries in Africa. Uh, and then there was Swiggy, which is a food delivery service, uh, announcing that it's going to test out middle mile drone delivery in India. But that's really about it. So luckily, I was able to catch up with A to Z drone delivery to chat about a piece of tech that they released late last month. It's called the RDS2 drone delivery system. And what it does is essentially turn any old drone into a delivery drone that can carry up to 22 pounds of payload. Uh, that's more than pretty much every other drone delivery firm on the market that focuses on the last mile. Uh, RDS2 is already being used by Walmart and DroneUp in their delivery partnership, uh, which you heard about last episode. Uh, and you're going to see a lot more of it in the future. Here is my conversation with Evan Hertefeld, A to Z's co-founder. All right, uh, it's time to welcome our first guest of this month. Uh, I'm joined by Evan Hertefeld, who is the co-founder and chief technology officer for A to Z Drone Delivery. Uh, Evan, thank you for joining us. Yeah, Jack, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, and, uh, and Evan and I, we actually met in person uh, a couple of weeks back at uh, the Commercial UAV Expo in Las Vegas. Uh, I got to see, yeah, I got to see some of your tech uh, in person, which was really great. Um, so it's it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a pleasure to meet in real life. That was really nice. Uh, our demo was a lot of fun. We put we put a lot of thought into that. I think it was a good uh, a good move. We'll maybe talk more about that at some point. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to. But uh, but before we get into that and some of the tech that you're working on, uh, could you tell us just a little bit about uh, what you do over at A to Z and and what the company's focused on? Yeah, of course. So. Um, a to Z, we are primarily a hardware and solutions provider for the last mile sector of the drone delivery industry. Um, so we got our start bringing the, the industry's first commercial grade drone winch to the market. So folks could just take this off the shelf, fit it on pretty much any heavy lift drone, and uh, that drone becomes a delivery drone. And it would be able to carry your packages around and then drop them off from high altitude. And that's really kind of our whole value proposition, the core idea around which a lot of our stuff started was, um, you know, drone delivery is going to be huge. There are already places where it can be great. Uh, and A to Z thought, okay, you need to be able to deliver that package without landing the drone. Uh, that offers a ton of benefits, keeping like propellers away from people and property, keeping those cameras away from windows. Uh, and on the operator side, just open, you know, not requiring a, a, a knowledge of the landing site or a big pad uh, to land. If you can just get the drone above it and hit drop, you can get a package in there. Um, and so that kind of, you know, was our first product. Uh, and from there we saw, well, you know, not everyone has a, 
heavy lift industrial drone line around. So we have now broken into the, the, the drone market making vehicles. Essentially, we built a drone around our, uh, the latest version of our winch. So our latest offerings are a, a sort of integrated drone winch combo. So we are just talking with a lot of folks in various spaces of the delivery industry, trying to find where our tech can be uh, of service and get the industry forward with this uh, high altitude delivery model. Uh, and you've mentioned a couple of times the the winch system that A to Z uh, produces. Um, so some folks might not be familiar with what exactly that is, but we're going to talk about it now. Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges in drone delivery, uh, as you mentioned, is finding a place to land, right? You've got safety concerns. You don't want to land on a person. You've got noise concerns. You've got uh, concern for the operator and making their life easier. Uh, but you've come up with a way to kind of cut out the landing altogether. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the the new RDS2 solution, some of the specs, some of the features, and, and how it all works. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, keeping the drone, you know, as far from people and property is, is, is big. Uh, as with a lot of things like this, the devil's in the details. So uh, first off, it needs to be ridiculously light because it's going on a drone. So that's one big constraint. Uh, of course, everything in aviation is wait, wait, wait. Um, it also needs to be able to let the package go onto the ground, um, without, you know, there being a person there to unhook or there being, you know, some, some actuator arm. Uh, so we made the decision to have a passive tether, which is to say the thing on the end doesn't have like power going to the drone. It's, it's just on a string. We find this to be much more robust, a lot safer. Um, and then, uh, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be strong enough to hold what people want it to hold. And then flexibility was another big thing that we found was important. So our first run at this product, the RDS-1, uh, delivered only our special, you know, especially made boxes, which had a handle just so and an incline surface just so, uh, so that it could disengage reliably uh, and, you know, be sort of a standard thing to build around. It's a very pretty box. It looks great, but you know, we found not everybody wants to be stuck to a certain size, certain style. So with the RDS2, a big direction we went, the thing we're very excited about is the ability to sort of carry any box. So rather than, you know, you need our stuff, we're going to say, you know what? If you have a flat surface, we're going to design it around that. If you have if you have a flat surface that you can essentially we have this tape handle system where you can just like slap a piece of tape and a little piece of cardstock on there to create a handle. And uh, that is the interface around which we built the release mechanism for our for our product. And you got a little dev one right here. This uh, Here's our winch. Um, and so uh, the spade can hold on to any box and release it on the ground. The specs, we uh, also wanted a lot more lift power than we delivered with our first run. So this uh, this winch can it can deliver up to like twenty two pounds to the ground if your drone can handle it. Um, and then as far as like pickup goes, you can do about ten pounds. Yeah, and that's um, I think that's probably bigger than sort of the industry standard. I think a lot of a lot of drone companies are focused on payloads maybe five to seven pounds, but you've got the capabilities to do more. Uh, and I was lucky enough to kind of see this solution in action when I was at at the UAV show in Vegas. Um, and like you said, it's like, if you've ever been to Walgreens and you bought paper towels, uh, and they, they slapped a little tape handle on there, same exact thing. You can, you can slap a tape handle on a box 
and the drone can pick it up. Uh, so that flexibility is, is so huge. Um, but you also make a delivery drone as well over at ABC, uh, the RDST. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what that drone looks like uh, and how it's designed to to work with the winch and tether solution that you've come up with? Or Absolutely. rather, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, please. I was going to say rather how um, really how the, the winch and tether system is designed to fit that drone and really any drone. Yeah, exactly. So it's I've, I've got it right here with me. Um, we went for an octocopter because in these logistics spaces and in these commercial spaces, you want good amount of redundancy across your whole stack. So with eight rotors, we can lose one and everything's going to be okay. You'll still be able to land. Um, we went with a relatively simple and robust design. Uh, we didn't need to make anything fancier than it needed to be. Uh, we wanted sort of a tried and true airframe design. And as far as the weight, you know, we wanted it to be able to still, you know, something that can fit in a car, be versatile and travelable, but still have the lift to be able to get, but still have the lift to be able to get a package, you know, where it needs to go. So it can carry, uh, so we, we have this huge like cargo bay. We've got the arms kind of down and parallel to the ground, essentially to make as much room for that box as possible. So that was one big design constraint was making sure that the, the landing gear uh, can accommodate a big package as well as our winch which is why we've put the batteries on top. I think it's a pretty common configuration for a lot of these packaged drones. Um, we've got some world-class avionics from our friends at uh, CUAV, some really nice sensors and chips in there, um, but it's you know still plug compatible with all this uh, open source hardware. So anyone, hope, you know, if we're, if we're putting accessories on there uh, or modding it out, all of the open source solutions in the industry are, are available to us that use, you know, Pixhawk and Cube and RG Pilot. Because uh, you know we want to be compatible with all the other cool stuff folks in the industry are doing, um, and uh, we've also we've got a really nice control station, and we've also invested a lot of time in in integrating the delivery functionality into the user interface of the entire system. So, um, folks will see a familiar Q ground control uh, you know station for controlling and commanding the drone and planning missions, but we've added our delivery functionality in there. So you can see our winch feedback, you can initiate a delivery. Uh, we even went so far as to put the winch functionality into the automated mission planning section as well. And we've had a lot of success with that. So the new drone can, once you tell it a mission, it can fly by GPS and then can you know automatically drop off a package. Optionally, you can have it wait for user confirmation if you want, you know, let's say you've got an operator, they got a bunch of things going on. Uh, it'll just say, hey, ready to deliver. They just look over, vet the, you know, vet the delivery site, hit confirm, and then it, it does the delivering flyback. So theoretically, a, a mode of operation would be uh, you plan your mission in a logistics setting if you know exactly where you're going. And basically, you just need to uh, a human interface one time to get the, get the drone off with the package. And then you can worry about other things while it flies. And then, uh, you know, just check the delivery site again. So basically two moments of human intervention instead of a continuous stream of human staring at screen uh, to, to deliver a package. Uh, we can also integrate with uh, more, auto you know, if, if a user has their own fleet management or automation system in place, we've made it as easy as possible to integrate into that to, to make it sort of a, a, an arm in the sky if you've got your brain. Yeah, this is, wow, this is all really wild stuff. So really, you could have deliveries that are scheduled and then have the option of 
having the customer kind of sign off on when that comes. Is that what you're saying, basically? Um, out of the box, we don't have that just yet, but uh, it would be pretty trivial to you know forward that feed along to the customer and wait on our side for that confirm. We could certainly build something like that, and we've had a lot of interest as well for you know actually making the customer a part of that of that feedback loop. Yeah, it's very cool stuff, and um, I know it's going to be probably a little a little ways before this kind of technology is really widespread and widely commercialized. But you have managed to get this off the ground, uh, so to speak, uh, in a few different ways. Um, I know that you've got some partnerships. Uh, there's one with Walmart and DroneUp that you're involved with. Um, there's another with Nordic Unmanned. Uh, maybe you could talk about some of those. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, DroneUp is the exclusive drone delivery provider for yeah that little mom and pop shop Walmart we we know and love. Uh, and so yeah, early in their operations, uh, essentially they they promised Walmart something that pretty much didn't exist yet uh, to land that that partnership. And so they came to us and they're like, we need a winch. Because uh, they immediately recognized the value proposition of this aerial delivery, and I think had pretty quickly noticed the technical challenges of doing something like that in house. So RV One Winch really got their operation off the ground. We were a key early partner to their success in that relationship. And and right now there are uh, RDS ones conducting real live deliveries to real Walmart customers that are paying for their orders and seeing that drone get their uh, pharmaceuticals to their backyard today. So, I mean, that that was huge for us, just seeing that, wow, okay, yes, big players are interested. This is a huge value proposition, uh, you know, so that that even, you know, a, a, a V1 product in a new industry is still something people are like, yes, we need this in our operation right now. Um, and so that was big. Um, and uh, who, who, sorry, who, who else were you uh, asking about? Uh, there's another one you've got with Nordic Unmanned, I believe it is. Yeah, Nordic is great. So they're they're uh, they're doing some stuff with ship to shore for the oil industry. Um, basically, one big use case of drone delivery is uh, if yeah, ship to shore because a boat uh, is you know you need you need basically the alternative is is putting someone a person in a boat, physically loading things onto the boat, driving the boat over, docking the boat, getting off the boat, transferring stuff over. It is a lot of steps for what is often a very short distance and a very high time sensitivity. When you've got a ship essentially waiting to unload a big cargo or you know wanting to dock but can't, you need to exchange documents or fuel samples. There's a lot of things where having a quick exchange of a small number of goods from a ship that is yet to dock has a huge value. So in addition to the like big picture, long time adoption of residential delivery, we have people who are like, oh no, there's value right now if we can offer this service as the tech stands today, as the regulations stand today, and we are going to deliver that value. And Nordic Amman is delivering that value and has identified our winch as a great way to do that. So they've got their own flight platform. They're using our, you know, turn your drone into a delivery drone model and uh, having a lot of success with their early evaluation of this ship to shore model, fitting our winches onto their drones, getting samples out, and then going to, uh, you know, docks and, and shipping companies being like, hey, we can make your system way easier. So rather than have a ship make that maybe mile, two mile round trip from from outside of the port to in the port, you could have it dock maybe a mile offshore and then have drones do the rest of that work, right? Exactly. Or, or you know, replace the person in a boat that is getting out and already doing this uh, with, you know, a, a needlessly large uh, vehicle that needlessly has 
a person in it that needlessly takes a half hour. Yeah, wow. Some of the applications of this tech are really mind blowing. Um, and I, I think that's a good segue to talk a little bit more about the commercial UAV expo that uh, Evan and I met in person at a couple of weeks back in Las Vegas. Um, I, I mean, I was really blown away by all the tech that I was on display and some of the speakers. Um, but based on what you saw and heard there, um, what, what's the state of the drone delivery industry? Because I, I thought it looked pretty strong, but uh, what would you say? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So, I mean, one signal is they had these little tags to identify your industry, like, oh, I'm in logistics or I'm in sensors. Uh, I believe for the first time this year, they had ones for drone delivery. They've decided it deserves its own, like, identifier, its own tag. It is now a real, uh, you know, proper sub-industry of the UAV space, which is really exciting. And that was absolutely reflected in what we saw. Um Folks are investing in these beautiful, like, VTOL fixed wing and hover aircrafts that are, you know, look like something out of a sci-fi movie that can carry packages really, really far. And uh, folks are also doing sort of our more immediate approach of let's take the tried and true, hexa- uh, you know, multi-copters and let's, you know, let's fit them with winches and package delivery mechanisms and let's, uh, let's identify niche industries. Uh, you have a big battle going on between uh, large companies doing everything in-house who have really superior integration solutions, but their tech perhaps lags. And then you have these sort of amalgamations of startups, each focusing on niche portions of the industry, putting them together, who have more innovative and more uh, recent and agile offerings where the integration is sort of the main differentiator and, and pain point. So I think these two approaches are both hugely important uh, and I think inform each other a lot. You've got, yeah, companies, like you said, Amazon, Wing, with these really nice integrated solutions that they've just been working on for a long, long time. And then other companies really forward thinking, just you know, building stuff and, and testing it out right then and there. Um, uh, you know, and in these these software hardware solutions that are really designed to be part of a broader ecosystem. Yeah, you, you really had it all there. There were the bigger companies and some of the smaller ones that were working on, you know, some of those niche solutions like you mentioned. Um, and I don't, for those of you who have never been to a, a UAV expo, uh, this thing was, you know, it's, it's not just stands, it's demonstrations. There are drones buzzing around over your head while you're in there. Uh, and it, it was really great to see. So we, we've got a little bit of time left. And uh, Evan, I've got a little game I'd like to play with you. Um, so I've got three drone delivery patents here, uh, three mystery patents. Uh, I'll read excerpts of each one, and then I'll give you three choices of which company filed it. Okay. And you're, you're going to make me embarrass myself because it's going to be mine. And I'm not going to know. Is that the game? <laughs> I will say that none of them are yours. That's your only hint, though. All right. All right. Okay. Ready? First one. Right on. Okay. We've got an elevated delivery platform having delivery surface that could be placed at a location off the ground to better facilitate delivery of parcels by UAVs, such as delivery drones. By placing the elevated delivery platform in an area above the ground, such as atop a home or a pole, a drone is more capable of making deliveries because it avoids obstacles nearer to the ground that typically make drone delivery challenging. The elevated delivery platform raises and lowers parcels to a position where they can easily be retrieved. So you've got three options for this one. Uh, There's UPS, uh, FedEx, and Alphabet's wing. 
oh, interesting, because none of those companies were advertising anything like that at the show. I know of like three others who've, who've got something like that, but who's got the patent? This is a um, brand new patent filing, by the way. So you may not have heard about it. Okay. Um, I would imagine, um, let's, let's go with Wing for that one. I, I would have guessed Wing too if I didn't know, but that's actually a UPS patent. Uh, wow. which I thought was pretty it, interesting, right? It is, it is. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, they're pretty well invested in their big ground. You know, they've just got a bunch of drones on the ground and that seems to be working well for them. They've taken a very simple approach. So in retrospect, uh, probably should have seen that one coming, but that's really great. I hope to see some cool stuff from UPS. Well, you've got another chance here on this second one here. Um, so yeah. I'll read that. Uh, a lightweight and compact landing gear assembly that can self-deploy from a UAV under the force of gravity through a tear-through barrier to prepare the UAV for landing. Moreover, in one or more embodiments, the landing gear assembly further includes a castering wheel assembly that automatically aligns to the direction of movement during landing to efficiently and safely guide the UAV in landing. Um, so I've got three options for you, and none of them are really drone or drone delivery companies. So uh, you've got Microsoft, Meta Platforms, and Walmart. Oh, um, this sounds like something vaguely like military-ish that that could be used in that industry, which really doesn't help with that list of companies. What was that second one? It's Microsoft, Meta Platforms, and Walmart. Oh man, it would be I, I'm I'm going with Microsoft on this. It's, it's Meta Platforms actually. So it is Meta Platforms, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which is again, I think really interesting given that um. It's primarily a social media company, but it is. I yeah, I like this game. I really like how like the surprise wasn't the final answer. The surprise was the three you proposed to me. <laughs> that's that's what I was going for. So yeah, I'm, this I'm is great. Glad you're entertained. Um, well, the next one I think will will be similar. I think uh, so. You got a drone that can include a controller configured to cause the drone to depart from a docking station of a vehicle. Transmit a discovery message to available vehicles in an operating area, the discovery message having drone metadata. Select at least one of the available vehicles based on response codes received from the available vehicle or a nearest fixed docking station and dock with a docking station of one of the available vehicles or the nearest fixed docking station. So basically a drone that launches from a vehicle and yep. can land at any number of other vehicles in the area. Uh, three options here. Uh, they're all automakers. You got Ford, Toyota, and Workhorse Group. Uh, hint, I've written about this patent. You've written, oh, okay, okay. I mean, I know that Workhorse specifically has been really talking up this exact functionality. So that's my gut, and it's been wrong twice. <laughs> so I'm gonna stray from, from where my intuition is leading me because I think you're trying to trick me. Uh, and I'm going to say this is a Toyota patent. You, you saw right through me. I was trying to trick you, but it's Ford. <laughs> oh, no. I can't win today. Uh, you, you, yeah, no, you saw through my ruse there. Uh, Workhorse, yeah, they do something very similar. But um, mm -hmm. Ford, uh, I think maybe two months ago, actually came out with this patent that's uh, it's pretty similar and would be, uh, would be kind of a game changer if they're able to, to get that off the ground. Uh, that but that's great. all I've got for you. Uh, over three, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, my, my guests actually don't have a great track record with this game, so maybe I'll have to 
make the questions easier next time. But uh, I'm curious just, if if we're if we're better than random or worse than random. <laughs> I want to know that statistic because <laughs> yeah, you set up some tricky ones there, Jack. I did, I did. It's all part of the fun here. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, so um, it's been great talking to you, Evan. Uh, so interesting learning about this tech and uh, moving a, a little bit away from the actual drone itself and and towards some of the the mechanisms that make delivery possible. Uh, so thank you again for, for coming on the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. It was a real pleasure talking with you. Uh, another month, another 0 for 3 on the patent quiz. But for anyone back at A to Z who wants to give Evan a hard time, don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, on another note, I'd like to take a moment to quickly plug Freightways F3 Future Freight Festival, which is coming up from November 1st to 3rd in Chattanooga, where we're based. Uh, you'll hear from so many fantastic guests from companies like Uber Freight and J.B. Hunt. Uh, and you'll also get to take a tour of the city, see concerts, and a whole lot more. Uh, there's still plenty of time to register at live.freightwaves.com. Uh, and with that, thanks for dropping in, and I'll see you next month.